Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Toss the Rock podcast. Here again, Steven, Chris, and Kevin. Um, and before we get started, I just want to apologize again. And I, this is the second episode in a row. I'm apologizing for not uploading, but um, leading up to winter break, we just got a boatload of schoolwork and other priorities coming up. So we had to handle those before we can handle this. But we're on break now, so we're going to crank out a bunch of episodes for all you guys. Um, It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Um, And before we get started with this episode again, I just want to give shout-outs to uh, Instagram page. Be sure to go follow that at Toss the Rock Podcast, all one word at Toss the Rock Podcast on Instagram. Um, We're going to start uploading clips there along with our YouTube channel, in case you're not listening on YouTube, at Toss the Rock Podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe going to be uploading clips along with full episodes. Um, and if you're listening on YouTube, then check out our Spotify again, toss the rock podcast, everything at toss the rock podcast. Um, be sure to follow us and stay tuned for more uploads. But today we have a long overdue episode. Um, we intended to upload this like a week ago, but like I said before, things just came up. Um, we're doing off season, like review, I guess for the NBA going over some of the big moves, um, giving our thoughts on them. So not waste any more time. Let's get right into this. Chris, what you got for the first one? All right. So first of all, we're going to be talking about the Celtics here. Obviously our favorite team. What a better way to start with that. So um, Kevin, I'm going to kick this to you. What do you think about the moves that were made in this offseason by the Celtics? I think we did a pretty good job. Um, There's obviously a lot of talk with uh, Hayward and maybe getting something for him in a sign and trade. Didn't end up happening, no Miles Turner or anything like that. But I think people overhyped him. And I'm almost just as glad getting Tristan Thompson. And Jeff Teague seems to be a solid player. And I think he'll really help off the bench too. So I think those are two good additions. And I will mention, very nice to hear that Tatum will be here for the long haul. Love to see yes. it. Yes. Yes. 100%. Very much. But hold on. I think we actually did not do as good, nearly as good as we should have. I think Ainge sort of kind of fumbled the bag. We had to go to plan B, I think, um, right. rather than plan A. Jeff Teague is a great signing. I actually really like that signing. But with the Pacers, bro, Miles Turner fits our system so perfectly. Like, he's Al Horford just better. And Al Horford fit really well because uh, Turner's that, what, seven foot because we need height, uh, three-point three shooter, and he's clamps on defense, a really good rim protector. He would have fit perfectly with the Celtics. But then Ainge gets greedy, and he starts asking for Oladipo and TJ Warren. It's like it's unrealistic just to give up Hayward for those guys. And then not only – like, then we don't even – we barely get anything back for Hayward. We get a trade exception, which is not bad, but it's like – we could have we could have had Miles Turner. Um, I think you're one of the people who are overhyping. I, I how how would I overhype him? I mean, he fits perfectly. Right. I, yeah, yeah, but I think uh, I think Tristan Thompson is just a dog. You know, we need dogs. Yeah, I know. Out there, like, so I'm just excited to see him play. I think he can give some other bigs some uh, struggles down low. Grab some boards. He doesn't need to do much for us. We don't need our centers taking shots. So I think he fits perfect. No, t- I mean, Turner, Turner would have developed so well with these guys, though. He would fit perfectly because he could stretch the floor. 
It's like right. T- Tatum and Brown, they're slashers. And like now we don't have uh, Tristan clogging up the paint. I mean, look, I'm not mad at getting Tristan Thompson, but I think we could have done so much better with Miles Turner. I mean, I saw obviously we're with the preseason going on right now, preseason games. I saw I saw yeah. Teague was hitting a few shots in there, getting yeah. some shots. And so it does look like he's going to make a solid fit with that, which looks good that, from that perspective. So I think obviously that was a great part of that. But like you said, I mean, there's definitely improvements that could have been made there, chances that could have been taken, especially with Miles Turner. So Yeah, and let alone, it's like, um, okay, we didn't get Miles Turner. We, like, we could have got Christian Wood. And Christian Wood is the beast, bro. When we saw Andre Drummond get traded in the second half of the season last year, Christian Wood was an animal. He was averaging like 22 and 10 or something. He was playing amazing. Um, now the Rockets get to enjoy that, and then we're left with Tristan Thompson. I mean, it's not bad, but it's like, look at our centers. We have Tristan Thompson, who's what, like 6'11"? Right. And we have Tyson Robert Williams, who are 6'8". We just saw in a preseason game Embiid kill us because we have Robert Williams guarding him the whole game. It's like if we didn't have that, we, we would win that game, even with our star players playing, like, terrible. We haven't seen Tristan Thompson guard him yet, though. That's true, but, I mean, uh, I think we could have been so much better off. He's bigger than what we have, so it's summoned. No, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at Tristan Thompson. I'm just, you could have done better. Exactly. Um, well, we drafted Naismith, which I I like it. I have a sharpshooter, space on the floor. I mean, it's what we needed. Um, he moves well. He hustles. I've seen him, like, already crash the glass, the offensive glass, like, after every shot. So he hustles. Yeah, and he's a big dude. He's six seven. He's a big dude. Um, anything else with the Celtics? Maybe we can mention Pritchard. Looked pretty good in that first. Yeah, game. he was. He, he looked yeah. good. He looked fine. But I, you, you just can tell he knows the game. He's yeah, just a solid player. Yeah. Hopefully, he develops well. Well, I mean, he'll he'll get to play with Kemba missing a couple of games, right? Yeah, that is true. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Naismith even starts because we couldn't play smart at the one. Who knows? Yeah, what, we've been starting Javante Green with that. <clears throat> yeah. But, but, I don't know. I feel like we could have done so much better this offseason. Um, like, even if we got like, – the trade offer was getting McDermott and Miles Turner for Hayward. Like, that's such a dub, dude. Like, McDermott is, like – he's a good shooter. Like, he's not bad at all. We are asking for Oladipo, and that's just – that's too much. And then Hayward letting him pretty much walk is, I don't know. I don't know. But all right. I think we're good. Transitioning on, speaking of Hayward going on along those lines, uh, let's talk about the Hornets. Talk about the Hornets moves that were made in the offseason. I'm going to start this one off with you, Stephen. Okay. What do you think about these moves that have been made by the Hornets? Lamelo's the biggest dub you could have possibly taken in that draft, in my opinion. He's going to be a star in this league. Um, his – there's just a thing with the ball brothers and I won't get into it too much, but when you have a ball brother in your team, whether it's Lonzo or LaMelo, um, you have to entrust them in your offense. And I think the Hornets have the pieces around LaMelo to make him the key part of their offense, but he's not like the number one scorer guy. He's got to be the guy that controls the offense and they have the key pieces to do that. And um, he could be really special in new Orleans if they play their cards, right. Um, and then Hayward going there, overpaid like crazy, but um, he's still going to be good on that team. He's not going to be bad. He's going to fit fine. He's just overpaid like crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's that overpaid. I mean, 
30 mil is a little much. That's just a lot. But we just saw Paul yeah, George. Dude, but Paul, Paul George is like Paul George is like great. really good. <laughs> no, Paul, that, like Paul George had a bad year. He was Paul George that though. What you say? Making the most of the league now, pretty much. Like, Dude, but like the level between Paul George and Gordon Hayward is is it's grown. Like it's it's not that. It's pretty big. Is what I'm trying to what, say. Is it is it 18 million though? I mean, I'd it's rather not. pay Paul George what he's getting paid than pay Hayward what he's getting paid. Really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Paul George, dude, don't forget, like, everyone forgets this. Paul George is one year removed from an MVP, top three MVP season. Like, it is true. He just had, he had a really bad shoulder injury and it messed him up. Um, Hopefully, I don't know, he's, play, like he's playing on still, a new team. I still don't know how he's going to do moving forward, though, 100%. I think he'll be good this year. I think he'll be good. Really? I, I projected him to be an all star. Okay. I mean, I hope he is. I would love to see him play at a high caliber like that again, but. Right. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I mean, seeing Lamelo's passing in those games, man. I'm telling yes. you, it looks nice, bro. It looks really nice. Like yeah. that's crisp, bro. So we'll see. We'll see how he's able to move that ball around. Like you're saying, controlling the offense. It looks, it looks really good, bro. Promising yeah. with Lamelo, yeah. for sure. And obviously with Hayward, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit overpaid. I don't know. Definitely, I, yeah. I feel like to some extent, at the least. But yeah. Um. All right. Let's transition on here. Uh, let's talk about the Suns, the Suns moves that were made in this uh, offseason here. Uh, whether Paul it's Trey. Moves that were made. So, Kevin, you want to start off with this one? Yeah, I mean, I like I like Chris Paul going there. I think he's a solid veteran. I mean, the Suns are pretty young still. I mean, with Booker, Aiden, and some other pieces around them. So, I think he can be a real uh, veteran presence there and just help bring everything together, and I think they'll be a lot better. So, yeah, I mean, at, in the bubble, the last eight games or whatever, they were playing really good. So, if they can carry that into the next season, they might actually be a – I don't want to say a contender, but they'll, they'll have a playoff presence. No. All right, yeah. So, I, I projected them to be uh, like an eight seed. Um, West, is, West is stacked this year. There's, got a lot, like, there's a lot of teams that – I have missing the playoffs that could easily make it, but um, I'd still take I'd take the Suns over them. I I think the Suns will make the playoffs. Chris Paul's a great addition to the team. Um, like he'll fit well. Like Aiden, uh, or well, no, sorry, let me go back. Chris Paul can play off the ball. We saw it with Harden, so I feel like we'll see something similar with Booker handling most of the scoring, and then Chris Paul will come in off the ball, provide great um, offense. Um, yep. Like passing and even scoring, um, and then Aiton will benefit so much from Chris Paul going there. Like it, it would be, it's going to be huge for him. Um, but I feel like Chris Paul's not meant to be in the long haul. He's meant to uh, develop a guy like uh, Aiton and help a guy like Booker learn to play off the ball for future um, additions to the team. Um, but getting Chris Paul to a team that was a Suns does not make you a contender for the championship. It just doesn't. So, um, I don't know. I just think they're trying to make the playoffs, I guess. They won't go anywhere in the playoffs. Um, yeah. It's just really a developmental move. And it's not a bad one at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, the Booker's scoring alone, I mean, that's a threat in itself, you know. I mean, so I think they'll obviously, like you said, they're going to have some competition, at least in terms of really trying to get to the playoffs, even with that. But obviously with CP3 being there now, I mean, hopefully we'll see. 
we'll see how that plays out and being able to run the offense and help out off ball in terms of stuff like that and when uh, Booker do the scoring. But in general, I feel like, yeah, that, we'll see how that plays out definitely. But um, transitioning on here, let's talk about the Lakers, who potentially actually maybe got more powerful after this. So, Steven, you want to you start off with this? Yeah. And this sucks. Like, this – it sucks, bro. The Lakers, like, they bring in um, Schroeder, who's like – dude, Schroeder's a starter on most teams. He's only on a six-man because he's got Chris Paul and Shy starting. Like, that. that's – uh, that's just that's just very annoying as a Celtics fan to see that happen. Along with Montrez Harrell, who's what reigning sixth man of the year. Um he, he's like he's <laughs> and then Marcus All too, who's like a solid big man. He's not anything he's not like crazy anymore, but he is what he is. Um and now Wesley Matthews, a sharpshooter to add to a team that was struggling with shooting. It it's just it I I just it, it just pisses me off. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, you got any thoughts specifically? Anything? But yeah, I mean, they did. They had a lot of signings, a lot more than I thought they would make. They did lose a couple pieces, huge, like Howard and um, Danny Green. Yeah, but it's like, hey, hold on. It's so. it's like they dude they lose Howard and they get uh, Montrez and Gasol. And then they yeah. lose Danny Green. They get Wesley Matthews and Schroeder. And getting better players back. So yeah. Just making them better. More powerful. Yeah. More disappointing. So. Yeah. Also. Be right up of the West. Yeah. Also, the Lakers inked, uh, they inked Kuzma for three more years. $40 million a year. I mean. And then, yeah. And then I think. He has a player option on it. Yeah, I just—I don't think that's really. I might as well sign him, but. Yeah. All right. So moving on, moving on. Let's talk about the Wizards here. Kevin, you got any thoughts on the Wizards? I mean, it's kind of, kind of interesting with Westbrook. I, no clue that was going to happen. That was pretty weird. But um. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have high expectations at all, really. I mean, but Beal and Westbrook, I mean, I, I guess it could potentially be a pretty good duo, along with their – what's the um, what's the rookie? Danny Avdia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rui Hatch and Thomas Bryant. Like, I think Danny will be really yeah, good really in this like, league. I mean, it makes them better, but I don't think it's like – like if they were to have John Wall, it's not that much of a difference, I guess. So. No, I think uh, I, I think they definitely got better. Um, right. I think Westbrook's yeah, yeah. more like he. I, I just think he he'll make that team better. Um, I don't think the Wizards will be a playoff team, but if they keep the same team next year with the development of Denny and uh, Rui getting another year in the league and Thomas Bryant, I think Thomas Bryant would really explode this year. Um, I think they could potentially be a playoff team next year, but. Um, yeah, I think getting Westbrook's like that's just that was good. Like, why not? Um, right. I guess they had to give up. What did they give up? I don't think they gave up a first and Wall, did they? They did. Then it's like ah, eh. but no, yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Then ah, eh. but they definitely got better as a team. I think. Right. I mean, obviously, that's going to take some time to develop, as you were saying with those rookies and stuff. But 
obviously with that progression, I mean, hopefully, obviously we know Westbrook's probably going to do his thing there, uh, expecting him to do that. So we'll see how that moves going forward. But um, so next team we're going to talk about here. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the heat, the heat. What do you, you got any thoughts on the heat stove? Well, the heat picked up, they picked up what Mo Harkless and Avery Bradley, right? Mm. Like that just adds two defenders to like a already really good defending team. Exactly. Just like think about it. Ready? You have their lineup, and you have Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic. Okay, not the best defenders. Then you get Hero and Avery Bradley, so you get one scorer and then one defender. That's like that's really good for their team. Then you get Mo Harkless and Duncan Robinson together. Like that's insane. And then now you have obviously Jimmy and Bam there, and they can hold their own for. Like they 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 can play as much as two players, you know what I mean? Um, Heat took a minor, like Heat took a dub, but it's not like an insane, insanely big dub. Right. But it's definitely they definitely had a really good off season for what they could do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kevin, you got any thoughts in relation to the Heat? Anything big? Uh, similar. Just they obviously need a defense because I mean, just watching Robinson when he was out on the floor. Like, they would just – the other team would obviously attack him. So, if you have other pieces around him, that should help. Um, they did lose Jay Crowder, right? So – Yeah, the Suns got him. Good pick up for really the Suns. Well for them. Yeah, he played really well for them. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like you guys are saying, I mean, obviously, they're already a pretty solid defensive team. So, obviously, seeing that improve even more. I mean, they were, remember, I mean, they're obviously making the finals this year, so this past season. So they're definitely a threat. And adding only more defense to that, it's definitely worth mentioning to some extent. Um, Transitioning on here, let's talk about the uh, Clippers and what the moves they made. Clippers Uh, took a dub. Oh, Kevin. Kevin, on this one? Yeah, I mean – they did lose Montrez, which is tough, sixth man of the year. But they got Serge, and they also got Kennard. So you get more um, more shooting. And I really like Serge as a player, just as a presence uh, down low, blocked shots. So I guess that's – yeah, they're only taking dubs. <laughs> just makes them better. So, yeah. Yeah, dude, K- K- uh, Clippers took a dub. Kennard is actually – like, Kennard, people don't know, like – Kennard is really good, but because Kennard's playing on the Pistons, so no one really watches the Pistons. But Kennard can play, and um, yeah, he'll he'll be good for the Clippers. Um, he's an upgrade over Shamit, who they lost. So, um, and then Serge, dude, Serge was killing us in that Raptors Celtics series in the bubble. He was destroying, like he was hitting everything. Right. Um, yeah, it's like. He'll do great for the Clippers, and he's also taller and bigger than Montrez. But I mean, I'm not saying he's better than Montrez, but it's not that much worse. Right, and then obviously with the with the signing of Paul George, we'll see how that plays out, as we already yeah. mentioned before. So, I mean, we'll see how that plays out too. I mean, I think it was Paul George who said he's back with his old trainer. I don't know if I saw that That's that good. he was with his MVP season. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how man. much of a significance that will hold, but I mean, like you said, I mean, hoping he does well, obviously for the Clippers there. Mm-hmm. But um, so so now let's talk about the Rockets. The Rockets is an interesting situation yes. with Harden, especially. Dude. So Stephen, you want to start us off on this one? Yeah. Probably. So I think getting John Wall, like I think that Wall Westbrook trade, it's just it's it's a win-win. I think they both won that deal. Um, 
Rockets getting a pick in exchange for Westbrook, who was already tentative about staying. Like, he kind of wanted out anyways. So, um, that's not bad. But it's like they had two decisions they could make. They could either get Wall and get a guy who's still pretty good and still kind of contend, or they could get, like, a rebuilding return. But I think they made a good choice in getting Wall because he looks really good in this preseason games. Um, and then pairing Wall with Cousins, so they're just getting rid of the small ball. Pairing well with Cousins, I think that would be good. That Kentucky duo, they finally got it together. Um, Cousins doesn't look bad. He doesn't look as bad as he did when he was on the Warriors, which is a good sign. Um, getting Christian Wood is huge. He is, like I already mentioned this, he's such a good player. He'll be really good for the Rockets, man. And, um, and then that just leaves Harden. It all rides on Harden. If he can get his stuff together and – like start being consistent, like showing up on time to stuff and like being there for the team when the team needs him, then this team will be, um, they'll be a playoff team. I don't think they'll make the the Western conference finals, but they might, who knows, but they'll be yeah. a good team. Nonetheless. Uh, Kevin, anything to build on there? Anything in specific? I think they definitely took a dub in the Westbrook trade because you got a Westbrook, esque player and got a first round pick so i mean basically exchanging and then you get a pick so it's like well westbrook's better than wall westbrook's better than wall yeah i'm I'm not saying that okay that wall's better but they're similar players no yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick, so. um yeah i mean i don't know what's wrong with harden right now but um i don't know i, I almost thought that the Rockets, at one point, were going to have to trade him or whatever. So Still could. Yeah, still could. They that's still could. And that's why I thought they were trying to get picks. And, like, that's why they did the Westbrook trade. But, yeah, still not sure. So, But they did make some pretty good moves. And I think if Harden sticks around, they'll be a good team. So. Yeah, and I'll say if the Rockets are to trade Harden um, – the best there, so I saw this Bleach Report thing today, and it was like um, possible returns for Harden deals, and there was two like bad ones, like mediocres, like you're not doing that if you're the Rockets. But um, there was two that were actually pretty good, and one was the Warriors. It was like um, Harden for Ubre, Wiseman, and a couple picks. That's not the worst deal. But if I were the Rockets, I'm going after Ben Simmons. He he could be so like. If you surround a team or if you build a team around Ben Simmons, he'll easily be a top like eight player in the league. I don't know. He'll he'll be so good. Um <laughs> No, yeah, dude. You surround him with shooters. He'll be, he'll be so good if you surround him with shooters. Um so if the Harden if the Rockets are to trade Harden, trust me, get Ben Simmons. you like you won't regret it. Uh and then Harden and Embiid, um, that would so, that would actually be an interesting fit. So I would like to see that trade happen. Uh, can you name a top ten player in the league who can't hit a three? Dude, okay, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> no, but like that doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Oh, Even Giannis can pull. Dude, I Giannis say this all the time. I say this all the time when people mention Ben Simmons can't shoot. Yes, Ben Simmons can't shoot. Can't Listen, no, Ben Simmons not. can't shoot, but he gets. People who can shoot shots, you know what I mean. So like yeah. they, Sixers, Sixers got Seth Curry and Danny Green. Simmons will get them so many shots. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. He's a great facilitator. He's gonna get his assists. He's gonna get his dunks. 
he's going to drive all day, but like not a top 10 p- player if you can't hit a jumper. It's just I disagree. No, yo, save it save it for when we talk about this different episode. Um well, I mean, one thing and one last thing I want to get in there and just make sure, like, the, the fact that, obviously, with the Rockets having Cousins now, it's, it's just it, – it really does speak numbers, though, obviously, because having the chance to have a player who's going to kind of eliminate that small ball like you were talking about, that was one of the main areas, you know, where that was causing them kind of a struggle in a sorts. So, it, having that, I feel like it definitely could improve them in a, in a, you know, in a big way, at least. I mean, obviously, you want to focus on wall, but that's definitely a big piece of that, that offseason yeah. for them, too. Definitely, so – um, so going on here, let's talk about the Thunder. I mean, obviously they got a lot of picks. That's, that's the main thing you want to talk about here. But, uh, Kevin, you want to start us off on this one? Talking about OKC? I mean, I think it was pretty crazy just witnessing the Rockets, what, getting like 30, 30 picks in like no time. Thunder, Thunder. What? You said Rockets, Thunder. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, the Thunder. So, I mean, really just bu- building for the future and hoping to develop their younger talent. So, shy. Obviously going to have a big breakout season this year. The expectations for them shouldn't be high. Just developing. That's really it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I projected last year. I thought shy was going to win most improved last year. Uh, I was wrong. But now... I think he might win it this year. So, uh, I don't know. I think Shy will break out. I love Shy. He's a great player. Um, but in terms of the Thunder, um, like, I think last year was kind of an anomaly. Like, they were really good, but there was no point in them being really good. Like, that, you, you wouldn't stick with that team. Um, yeah. But, yeah, trading – or they lost Gallo. They lost Steven Adams, Chris Paul. Um, and they just racked up picks, which is, which is just like, that's good. Like, that's what you want to do in that situation, in that team situation. Um, and I saw when they traded Chris Paul, they got Kelly Oubre in return. I was actually really excited to watch Shine Oubre play together, but, um, they traded him again and like, I'm not mad at it. Like that's, it was a good trade. It wasn't a bad trade at all. So Thunder took a dub, um, for them to rebuild this year. I'm excited for what the future holds with them. Yeah, obviously, that's that's basically, as you guys said, that's basically the main thing with that. It's just developing, moving forward, building that squad. So that's basically how that will go for the Thunder moving forward in these uh, the near future, at least. Um, so now next team, let's, let's go into a bit in relation to their free agency or their uh, offseason. Let's talk about the Mavericks. Uh, Steven, yeah. would you like to start us off with this one? Yeah, Josh Richardson's a big dub. I saw when that trade happened, a lot of people were like, what are the Mavericks doing? They traded Seth Curry. Why would they do that? Like, yeah, Seth Curry is money. He's knocked down shooter, but Josh Richardson's like he's a great three and D player. Um, and the Mavericks really struggled on defense because Luca's not guarding the best player. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not going to guard the best player. Jalen Brunson, Seth Curry aren't going to guard the best player. Josh Richardson will. Um, so I think that was a really good pickup for them. Um, We'll see what happens with Porzingis' injury. Hopefully it returns not too long after the start of the season. But Mavericks will be a top-four seed in the West. At least I projected them to be fourth. So let's go Mavericks. Uh, Kev, anything you would like to add on top of that uh, based on what Stowe said? Or... Um, not really. Just um, not too many uh, 
too many offseason moves. So exactly. I guess you can't really say they did much, but they're, they're obviously a great team. And letting Luka develop a whole nother year is going to be scary this year. So yeah. MVP I think he will win MVP. Yeah, I'm about to say, for Luka, that MVP is coming. That's on yep. the way, 100%. Yep. Um, so one of the last least bigger teams I want to hit on here is just – let's just talk about the Sixers. Uh, Kev, if you want to start us off with the, with the offseason the, the Sixers had, uh, anything – any thoughts you have on the signings or the deals, the trades, whatever? Um, yeah, so obviously the Celtics play the Sixers preseason, watched a little bit of that. I think yep. the Sixers are – these like they got a lot better. They got they got their shooters. They got some new shooters, and um, I think that really will work well. Like we were saying before, Ben Simmons, he'll get the assists. He'll he'll dive them out there. So I think that only makes them better. And then we'll just see if Embiid, if he's gonna still like clog uh, the paint for Simmons, or if he's gonna play more out perimeter and stuff. So. Hopefully that can uh, – actually, no, not hopefully. I don't want to see them play well, but <laughs> I guess just see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, Sixers um, – oh, and I we also forgot to mention this, but Horford on the Thunder, that was just taken on a salary dump. Horford sucks. Everyone knows it. Um, yeah, who cares? Yeah. But um, Sixers obviously took a dub getting rid of him because he only slowed them down, let's be honest. They were just not good when he was on the floor. Um, yeah. Keeping Tobias Harris stinks for them, I guess. But, I mean, who's going to want to take on that contract? Um, but Sixers, yeah, they took a double with getting those shooters. Um, and that's it. I mean, and I'll just say this. If the Sixers are going to trade anyone, in my opinion, trade Embiid. Trade, excuse me, trade Embiid. Don't trade Simmons. Embiid's always injured. He's inconsistent. That's just my idea. I could get into it all day, but. Yeah, Sixers did fine in the offseason. Dwight Howard was also – like, Dwight Howard's an upgrade over Al Horford. I'll leave it at that. Right. Like, as you were saying, Stowe, just putting putting some, you know, essentially like weapons or uh, players that can be used to the advantage of Ben Simmons being able to pass to them and stuff like that, uh, I think that should all around make the Sixers better. But um, so basically here, I mean, that was essentially the major things uh, in relation to the offseason. If you guys want to – anything else you guys want to bring up, uh, any minor – um, I'll say I was, I guess I wasn't surprised, but I was like, I was kind of like, ah, oh, I guess it did happen. But Giannis resigning to the Bucks, five years, super max or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought I, I had, I, th- I thought he was going to leave. Um, I didn't think he would have signed it this early. Uh, he still could get traded. Who knows? But, um, Bucks obviously took a big dub and, oh, wait, let's talk about the Bucks for a second. They signed Drew Holiday. They unloaded everything for Drew Holiday. They overpaid for him. I'm sorry. Drew Holiday's really good, but they they put a lot of their future into Drew Holiday. And that's not gonna make him like it's not it's not gonna make him from like, oh yeah, Bucks are like number one seed, like they could win the championship to be like, oh yeah, Bucks are like they they are like insanely good to like win the championship, you know what I mean? Right. Um I don't know. I, I don't think that was the greatest move. Uh do you guys have anything to say on that? Uh, nothing too much. Um, yeah, like you were saying, obviously, yeah, they probably over, maybe overdid that a little bit for Drew Holiday, but, um, yeah, that was interesting to see Giannis, Giannis go that early and, and sign that. I did think, I did think he was, there was a lot of talk about that and t- a lot of, obviously a lot of teams would like to have Giannis. I mean, of course. So, um, yeah, but 
that's how that played out. Uh, Kev, you got anything anything about the offseason left you want to throw in um, there? Any thoughts? I'll just mention about uh, Giannis. I mean, it's always so interesting when big pieces move and you just want to see how the league turns out because a Giannis, a Giannis move changes the whole league. Like, that's just what it is. Right. So I honestly was kind of rooting for that to happen because I think he's kind of – kind of wasting away in Milwaukee. Like they're yeah. not they're not going to win at all. They're a great yeah. Rangers team. They'll get their wins, but I just think they need more and he needs to go somewhere else potentially. Yeah, I agree, but um it's like look, and I'll say this again. I think Drew Holiday will have a great season playing on the Bucks. I just don't think he'll be the guy that puts him over the hump. Um yeah, I just I don't think the Bucks will win it all this year. Um, and they just they unloaded their future kind of into trading for Drew Holiday. They unloaded like a couple of picks. I think a couple too many picks. Um, and Chris Middleton, he's like, he's Chris Middleton. He's not. He's like he he, he realistically in today's league, he's probably like a third option in the league. Just being honest, uh, or third option on the team is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I'll just say one more thing. I think the Pelicans. I don't know what they're doing. Um, trading for Bledsoe, okay, that's one thing. Like you, you got a good trade from that. But then it's like you drafted Kira Lewis. You have Lonzo, bro. And I said this earlier with the Lamelo, and I'll say it again with Lonzo. If you like Lonzo and Zion could be insanely good for years if you entrust Lonzo with your offense. Let him be the guy that runs everything. Like Zion's your best player. Run everything through Lonzo. Um, and I think that would just be really good for them. But um, I, I don't get why they got those two point guards. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, you guys have any thoughts on that? No, nothing much. I mean, that's just essentially essentially the wrap-up there, I think, um, in relation to the offseason, right, all the moves yeah. that were made. Nothing you'd like to add, Kev, at the end there? Any 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 thoughts? Um, that? Check quick. Nothing too big, no. Well, I guess we could say what AD resigned, right? The Lakers. Yep. LeBron resigned to the year Bronny gets drafted. He's so. He's that is, yeah, that's that. interesting. That'd be interesting. And then who was the other resigning? Didn't the well, did, Kawhi, is, Kawhi might resign. Is like, KCP I, back with the Lakers? Is that is that? I don't know. He might be. I think he is. And then, um, obviously Tatum. What didn't Mitchell Mitchell sign? Or no, De'Aaron Fox signed a big deal. And they also got Tyrese Halliburton. That doesn't make sense to me, but. Right. Well, uh, there was someone else. Oh, Gobert just signed the biggest big man deal. Oh, yeah. He's probably overpaid, but what are you not going to pay him? Let's be honest. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, if Harden, if something happens with Harden, we'll be sure to talk about it. Um, but otherwise, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube at Toss the Rock Podcast. Follow the Instagram at Toss the Rock Podcast. Um, We're going to crank out a ton of episodes over this break, so be ready for it. Um, All right, that's it. Peace. All right, peace, guys. Yeah.